Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. Hello, welcome Hi. to another episode of Connection. We are so glad that you're joining us again today, and we just praise God for you. And uh, we are continuing today with Grace Makes. And uh, before we get into that, we just want to remind you that you can always go and connect with us at connectionshow.org. And there you can send us a prayer request, ask us a question, let us know where you're watching or listening from. And uh, you can also go there and watch all the episodes that we've had before. And you can continue to even subscribe and see the new ones that are coming out. So we just invite you to go to connectionshow.org and catch up with us, connect with us there. So Today we're going on into uh, Grace Makes, and we have talked about, uh, we talked in this series that we're not necessarily talking about all the ins and outs of grace. We're talking about that grace, uh, the grace of God has already provided for you. Mm -hmm. And God has longed for humanity, I believe it's part of his plan, to partnership with humanity. There's right. things that he did that he did not have to do. He talked to uh, Noah. He talked to Moses. He talked to Abraham. He talks to us. He talks to. He wants to have an intimate fellowship with you as well. He wants to partner with humanity. He doesn't just want to run it all. He wants to put some of that in your hands, give you that authority. And he has done exactly that. Well, part of his partnership with us is that through Jesus Christ, he has made grace abound to us, to anybody that will have it. And our partnership with him takes part with him by applying faith to that grace. That's what we've been talking about. And today we're going to talk about the rest that gra uh, grace provides. So uh, you had some starting points there, I know. I did. Yep. I really hope you share them right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave you hanging. <laughs> I'll, I'll just leave you hanging just back. Just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. But grace provides, so I'll provide. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lovely like that. <laughs> All right. So um, kind of where I started from was in Romans 6.14. Um, you know, I did it again. I hit the button. So many people... When we talk about grace, they go to the point uh, or to one ditch where, you know, well, God's provided for me. So, you know, I've got the grace of God. I can just do whatever I want and great God's grace is going to cover me. And but Romans 6.14 kind of puts the squash on that because it says, <laughs> are you laughing? At me? I like that. Put the squash on it. He puts the squash on it. Amen. For sin shall not be master over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. Yeah. And what I had written down was that sin only dominates you under the law when you see yourself as the source. Because yeah. the law was, if you do this, God provides this. Yeah. And and that's when, you know, when you say, well, I can do whatever and God's grace will cover me, that goes back to I do this and God reacts. Yeah. That's not how grace is. God, God acted. Yes. And we can react on him because yeah. of his grace. I, you know, it's interesting. Your statement there, will you read that statement one more time? It only dominates... That part? Yeah, sin, sin only, only dominates you under the law when you see yourself yes. as the source. 
All right, so this, this is so perfect because I didn't know how to bring this up, but your statement really uh, puts this in the right place. Sin only dominates you when you're under the law. Right. When you're under grace or you're under the righteousness of God, yeah. uh, that's you're operating under a different series of law. But here's something. You've heard me talk about this, and I've said it, I believe, several times on the Connection uh, show, is that... Uh, you don't really want to talk about what you deserve. I see people like on Facebook all the time that will say, well, you know, I am so happy you got that vacation. You, you deserve, deserve that. And every time I see the word generally used in today's mm -hmm. language, deserve, I'm think I cringe on the inside because you, as a Christian, you do deserve things but not because of the things that you did you deserve things right. because of things that christ did and that's what puts you in the place of deserving but most of the time when people use the word deserve they're talking about actions that that person has been doing right. and that's why they feel like they deserve something and so a lot of times what will happen anytime you have somebody that says you deserve well you deserve this mm -hmm. or you deserve better Right? Mm -hmm. That's something we hear a lot. You deserve better. Um, what they're saying is that I have been operating by a certain set of actions, and what I'm looking for is that I deserve good actions to come back to me. What is that? That's, That's the, the law. law. That's the, if I do this, I will get this. If I do this good, then I will get good from God. If I do bad, I will get bad from God. So if your actions are bad, you are already almost applying a fear that bad is about to happen mm -hmm. to you. And if you do good, then you feel like, I deserve something, but you don't feel like you deserve something because Christ did good. You feel like you deserve something because you did good. Mm -hmm. You move right out of uh, grace and into it's the law, up. and that's where death reigns. Uh, death reigns in the law, and this is something I was thinking about a while back, and I've been trying to think, how will I put this? What? How can I make this where it can be understood? I was thinking about times where I have tripped up in, uh, in life, where I've sinned, where I've had areas that continually um, have tripped me up in my life. I've been thinking about that. And one of the things that hit me was that every time, uh, almost every time that I can think of where I have fallen into some trap of sin or some kind of uh, temptation has been eating my lunch, and this goes back for years and years and years, almost every time I would, I would have this thought in some form or fashion, I deserve something. Yep. Every time. And so I would say, I remember, I can remember when I used to drink, I would say, I, I had been working hard, so I deserve to have a drink. And sure enough, drinking would eat my lunch. Mm -hmm. Sin dominates us outside of grace. Sin dominates us when we're in the law. And when we feel like we deserve something, that's when we loosen up because our deserving is not based off of the goodness of Christ. It's based on our goodness straight in the law, straight to the place of death. And that's why it's so bad. Do you see well, that it, connection? Yeah, and it keeps us from receiving his goodness. Yes. Because then when he's sitting here desperately wanting to give us something that yes. we need, 
we're like, mm, I don't deserve that. I can't receive that. Yes. And yep. we go, we put ourselves right back under the law. He's yep. wanting to be our source, wanting to be our provision, wanting to be that love for us. Yes. But we stop looking at him as our good father and we look at ourselves as, mm, I yes. don't deserve that. Yep. Well, you get that sentence up one more time to read it again. But, but think mm -hmm. about this. And so you see where I deserve, <coughs> it works negatively against you on both sides of that unless you are talking about what I deserve because Christ. of Christ's goodness. Yeah. But I've noticed, and think about this, think about it for yourself. When you have messed up in the past, almost always you feel like, well, I deserve this. I'm, I've thought about it like even with movies that I've watched where I've watched the wrong thing. And I go, well, I deserve, you know, I've been, I've, I've even had it while I've been a pastor. I've yeah. been serving God. You know, I've been serving him. I, people have been rude to me. I just, uh, you know, so I deserve to go and watch this movie. And I'll, I'll, you know, throw away the bad stuff. I deserve this. And all, and I'm not thinking that necessarily out loud. Yeah. It's just it is on the inside of me. I, I feel like I deserve something based off of what I have been doing. And I think how many times has that tripped me up, you know. And it goes to pride. It goes to, mm -hmm. you know, one of the things that we will see and I'll warn people about a lot is as soon as you have a great big success, Yep. You feel like, even if God was the grace behind your success, you feel like you did it. But you have to understand that every good gift comes from God. And if I did something good, <laughs> it came from Him. My ability to do good came from Him. So outside of Him, there's no good right. outside of Him. In Him, there's plenty of good. But when even when we have a big success, pride is right there. Even if God provided all the grace, and that was the, the big success pride is right there looking to come in and say you deserve this yep. and then all of a sudden you're doing it may be something small it may be something so small and all of a sudden what's happening is you you know you're sitting there and you do something small but then that small leads to something a little bit bigger and then it leads to a little bit bigger and all of a sudden you're you deserve on your actions you know, do this, get this, the law. Don't do this, don't do that. Mm -hmm. It's the law. It's not the righteousness of God. It's not the grace of God. It's you deserve. It's the, it's law. the law. It takes us to sin and death. And your statement encapsulates all The statement all was, that. sin only dominates you under the law when you see yourself as the source. Mm -hmm. We'll just let that sink for a minute. <laughs> I, I'm right, so I'll glad tell you. Connected with us today. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you that that's kind of eating my lunch right now. I mean, I'm just I I need to sit on that and let that you know marinate some more because, um, and you know it, this is a very genuine and very real show. And and the yeah. truth of the matter is, I don't you know the person that would sit here and say, hey, I got this stuff all together. That's not genuine, and they're they're lying. They don't. Yeah. You know. We don't. We don't have all that stuff together either. But we have learned a few things. This is one of the things, and I need to get better at it myself. Yeah. And um, and if if we need to, and you need to, then we're in this together. We're lifting you up. You lift us up as well. We need to get better at all of this. Why? So that we can be about the Father's business. So that we can see more and more of this grace poured out in your life, 
in our life and all the lives of the people around mm -hmm. us, in your family. We want to see grace in your family. We want to see the grace of God in your community, in your workplace, in your job, in, in every area, in your fun, in your hobbies. We want to see the grace of God, and so does God. Yep. And in order to do that, then we need to partner with God and do things right, not because if we do something right, we get something right. We need to do things right because... I, Lord, I love you, and I want to do things right for you out of that love for you and give to you. Yeah. So, amen. Amen. In this, sin dominating through the law versus uh, freedom dominating through grace. Mm -hmm. you know, and we've talked in other episodes about the balance of that freedom. Uh, definitely go back and look at that, particularly, I believe, at uh, part three of this Grace Make series. Look at that. But in this, we have to move to a place of rest. Yes. And uh, you had some scripture and thoughts on that. Yeah, well, um, you know, what I wrote down was you know, when we're working, God is resting. Not because he doesn't want to be working on our, our behalf, but because we limit his abilities. Because we get in the way. We put the cart before the horse. But when we rest, God yes. is able to work on our behalf. Um, you know, and he tells us in Hebrews 4.11, Therefore, let us be diligent to enter that rest so that no one will fall through following the example of disobedience. You know, and I think, um, you know, just a personal example, is how many times have we done things that teach our kids not to rest? You know, we try to handle it all. And I know one of the things that I used to do that just irked Brian, and I, I still have to put down the flesh in this area, is sort of like, you know, when I come home from the grocery store, and I'm that woman that's got 12 bags up each arm, and, you know, then I get to the door, and I'm, like, kicking on the door, trying to get somebody to open it, or, you know, with my 12 bags, I'll try to get the door handled with my pinky, you know. So, and So she won't bother somebody else. Exactly. And, and that's what I was about to say. So, you know. Yeah. But what's going on in my head is, I've got the ability to do this. Why wouldn't I? You know, I've got these long arms. I can put 12 bags on each one, make one trip. Nobody else has to put their shoes on and come help me. I'm going to do it to bless them. The problem is I don't, get the, I don't give them the opportunity to help me and to bless me. Yeah. You know, so I take from them and that. But also, I'm not resting. And so then, you know, when I get to the door and I like, you know, sprain my wrist or something because I'm trying to do it all, and I get frustrated. Well, was I resting? No. Right. You know, and not only that, but what am I teaching my kids? Yeah. I'm teaching my kids, you need to do it all. Yeah. And that's not what God says at all. Well, and I pulled up, you know, First Peter 5, 7. You know, if you are not resting then you're trying to take the care of That's it. That's right. And you're not giving the care to God. And 1 Peter 5, 7 says, casting That's all your care. anxiety mm -hmm. on him. In the King James, it says, casting your cares. In other words, you need to take what you would carry and hand that to the Lord because he cares for you. In other words, you're never going to care for yourself better than God cares That's for right. you. But if you try to care, he's going to let you do that. And that you're never going to do that well. And that's a perfect example of that. You are literally so. Let, and let me. These are some. These are some fine points 
that really make a world of difference. Yeah. Ultimately, in this situation, what she was trying to do is she's trying to care for everybody else by handling everything, but the person she's forgetting that she actually needs... In other words, I, that came from... We've talked about this before. It came from trying to please everybody. But here's the point. If she's not, if she's carrying that care, and this is such a you know real world example of mm -hmm. carrying something, if she's carrying all that care, she's trying to please everybody in the family. But who's she not pleasing? God. God. And who's more important? God. The Lord is. Yeah. When we make Him our priority, everything lines up the way that it needs to be. And so the Lord wants us to actually allow other people to be a blessing to us, to, to help sow us, into us, to yeah. sow into us, to give to us as well. To be the hands in, and feet of his yes, love. Instead of trying to do it all. Yeah. You know, instead of trying in other words, you're never going to do it all. You're never going to do it right without going through God's system. And part of his big, big, huge part of success in your life is finding the area of rest. Mm -hmm. And we're not just talking about a physical rest where you lay down and go to sleep. We're talking about physically uh, in, in your mind, will, and emotions, you are not carrying the weight of it anymore. Yeah. You're not, like un, in that situation, you felt pressure uh, to literally carry all of those bags. Mm -hmm. You felt pressure to do that to please everybody. You were carrying the weight of trying to please everybody, yeah. which you're never, you know, if anybody knows that a pastor does, you are never going to please everybody because you preach one message on Sunday morning. One person loves it, another person hates it. You say this, some people want you to get strong, some people want you to get, you know, not as strong. And it's constantly back and forth, back and forth. And one of the greatest revelations that you had on this was with Moses. And I remember we were doing some teaching and training on leadership. And uh, she, was, she was actually uh, saying this. She said, saw Moses li lifting the rod in the, uh, in the story. Mm -hmm. And Aaron and her needed to come and help him. Yeah. Right? But the point was they weren't helping him at the beginning he was lifting it because he could. Yep. But eventually he got tired and dropped it because he had been doing what he could for longer strength. than yep. he was able to. And, and you said, uh, the Holy Spirit pointed out to you, just because you can do something doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you you're should. supposed to. Yep. Yeah. And what if we would have seen casting our care from the beginning of that would, and Aaron and her came up, would Moses had actually dropped it ever at all? Had the Israelites, would the Israelites had ever been losing that battle at any point? Nope. Not if he wouldn't have tried to carry the care of it. And see, that's what we're trying to do all the time. We're trying to carry it on our own. And in other words, we're kicking God out of the way and say, Look, God, I got this. And that's silly. That's crazy. But that's what we do when we don't take our rest in God. Well, and you've got you to gotta realize, too, just because you're succeeding for a little while doesn't mean it's right. Yes. You know, I mean, <laughs> Man, when, Moses, when Moses started out, so, he was able to hold it up in his own strength. I don't need anybody. I've got this. I'm able yeah. to hold this up. I've got it. I must be in the will of God. I've got this. And with each passing time, his strength, his own strength yes. is waning because he wasn't relying in the wisdom and the strength of God. Yes. Where God would have said, 
I have provided grace for you. I have provision so that you will not fail. Lean on my wisdom. Lean on my strength. And just because you're succeeding does not mean that it's right. Man, that's a strong point. (laughs) Amen. Marinate on that. I'm going (laughs) to. I'm going to. What's your next? Um, Well, what I had was. In the study that we were, I was listening to, he was he was talking about falling from grace. Yeah. Well, grace is God providing for you. Well, to fall from grace is simply to stop seeing God as your source and start seeing yourself as your source. And that goes right back up to what we were talking about. Yeah. When you fall from grace is when sin starts dominating your life. Because you start to see yourself as the source. It's not that you've fallen out of God's good graces. It's that you've removed yourself from his grace. Because you've removed yourself from his provision and started relying on him. It's it's like what, you know, one of our guys was saying is, you know, we start to think that his sufficiency isn't enough. Yes. You know, and, and so then we fall from grace because we remove him as our source thinking we need to step in yeah and so we uh, in a physical resting in a physical natural uh, in the corrupted flesh the corrupted world because of sin and the curse in a physical corrupted nature sort of way uh, when we are not aware of what grace has provided for us instantly a fear takes over and 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 will drive us to say i have to go and be the source yeah and i'm sure that you have probably experienced this before where you don't see god moving fast enough so you feel like if i don't step up Nobody will, and you don't really say this, but in the back of your mind, in the back of the core of who you are, the back of your heart, you're going, even if God doesn't. And that's where, that's where the flesh will drive us. We don't want to say that, but that's where the flesh will drive us. And then all of a sudden, well, we're, what are we operating in? Are we operating in faith that will grab grace? Or are we operating in fear that will grab care? Mm-hmm. Well, it's said. I think of a statement that I've heard my whole life. If you want something done right, you do it yourself. Well, that's the fear that God won't do it the way you want to or that the, you know, somebody else won't do it the way you want it done in your time. Yep. And the problem is you get eat up. I mean, life will eat your lunch because you're trying to handle everything. And then you get, you know, the yeah. aches and the pains and you're just tired all the time and you're run down and you're burnt out and it's like, but why do I feel this way? Well, it's because you never rested in God's sufficiency and right. God's grace. That's right. In uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, you see a beautiful picture of, well, not a beautiful picture, but you see a good example of this. Uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 3. And if I give all my possessions to mm-hmm. feed the poor, and if I surrender my body to be burned, but do not have love, it profits me nothing. Yep. So in other words, they gave everything away, including their whole body and their life, and yet there was zero profit, zero profit to it because they weren't in love. Well, where's love going to take them? Love's going to take them to faith in the grace. 
And so in other words, they're doing stuff, trying to carry something that God never asked them to carry, and it's profiting them nothing. And, and this is just you know, what, I, what I feel like. I feel like there's people out there that this is right on top of where you are. Mm-hmm. And you've been carrying the care and not really receiving the grace. And so here's what the devil does. The devil comes in on top of that, and he tells you how bad you are. And he tells you how much you missed it and how much, you know, you stink, right? And so then he comes in, well, now you've got condemnation on top of the law. Now you've, now you've got the death of the law, condemnation going with it. And you can't believe God for anything. It feels like you can, but it, may, it feels like you can. And so right now, here's what I want you to know. No matter where you're at, no matter what position in life, no matter what your thoughts are, the grace of God is greater than where you've been. The grace of God is greater than your mess-ups. The love, let me put it this way, the love of your Father, the love of Christ, the love of Christ for you is greater than all the stuff where you messed up. Yeah. And that is good good news right now you can take your rest in god and here's what i'd want you to do all that stuff that you did wrong all the stuff that the devil and your corrupted flesh is yelling at you and saying how bad you did it and and all the all the mistakes i mean the devil will come up with a list Mm -hmm. of stuff and remind you of it constantly if you'll let him yep if you'll let him but you can right now turn and say you know what God's greater than my mess-ups. And get, you know, get that in you. Mm-hmm. God is greater than my mess-ups. Praise God. We would all be in a mess if that was not true. But we're not in a mess. Yeah. We're in some grace. And right now, God is greater than your mess-ups. I'll say it again. God is greater than your mess-ups. Past, present, yeah. and future. And what he longs for more than anything. See, he did not send Jesus when you got it all together. He sent Jesus when you had everything all blown up in your life. God is greater than your mess-ups. That will always be true. And even when you didn't do anything right, that's when he sent Jesus to love on you and to die for you so that grace might be given So now, literally, because of that, you can take your mess-ups, set them to the side, and say, Lord, I choose to trust you Mm -hmm. more than I trust my mess-ups. You're worthy to trust over my mess-ups. You're a great God. You're a loving Father. And right now, I choose to trust you. So just pray that with us. Just say, Lord, I trust you more than my mess-ups. I trust you, Father, more than my mess-ups. Yeah, and right now in your family as well. You know, there's people that are in your family that's messing up too. Choose to trust God greater than their Mm -hmm. mess-ups. God is greater than their mess-ups too. Give them some grace. Give them some mercy in your prayer right now. Lord, I trust you even over their mess-ups. You can help them see and help them get their mess-ups fixed because your love is greater than that. I don't have to go and fix them. I don't have, man, I know <laughs> I know that somebody listening, I, I am all over your situation, and I get that. 
That's the Holy Spirit opening up to you. You don't have to go fix them. God's greater. Don't try to carry the care of their mess-ups or yours, but hand that stuff to God and let him be greater than that. He can fix it. That's right. The devil would tell you he can't. Your flesh would tell you he can't. But God says that he can, and not only can he, he will, and not only will he, he's already done That's it right. in Jesus Christ. And so right now, I just ask you, just say this, grace of God, by faith, I take hold of that grace. Lord, I choose to trust you over the mess-ups. And I am going to grab a hold of grace for all the rest of my days. I'm going to, by faith, grab a hold of the grace that Jesus has provided for me. I'm going to grab a hold of God's love and allow it to manifest in my life starting right now today. And I will never let go of grace. Jesus, you are the Lord of my life. Say that. Jesus, you're the Lord of my life. You are the director. You call the shots. I believe that you died for me and rose again and brought and God brought you back to life and me now I'm brought back to life with you through your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today on Connection. We love you. Have a great week. Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole for this week's broadcast. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus, where you can find true joy and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.